your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, everyone. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order when you go to BuiltBar.com. And you can find this show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast, and you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, we'll be discussing last night's amazing win against the Dallas Stars. So, Diving on into a couple little things before we dive deep into the pros and very few cons of last night. Um, obviously, the Hurricanes were able to get a shutout win in Peter Morazic's return game. Um, and in total, it was a very, very, very physical game. I really like the physicality that they brought to that game. Um, and playing with that physicality is something that I feel they really, really need to be complete. Um, and they showed last night that they can, in fact, play that way. Because um, something that was mentioned in the uh, post-game stuff on the new Bally Sports South, um, that was something that Shane Willis brought up of, you know, who were the Hurricanes bounced out by in the playoffs these past two seasons? The Boston Bruins, who can play that complete, mean, physical game and, you know, good all-around game as well. You know, good offense, good defense, good goaltending, and playing really physical. And the Hurricanes showed that they can do that, um, which is something that they need to be able to do to take that next step and be a Stanley Cup contender, um, which... I do think they are, um, and you know the way the team was able to kind of rally behind Peter um, is really good to be able to have him back in the lineup, um, and I will talk about it more here in a few minutes. Uh, but it definitely throws a wrench in the uh, goaltending situation um, now that you have you know Peter being able to come out get a shutout in his first game back um, and show that he's just picking up right where he left off. Um, obviously, we'll see, you know, give it a few more games, see how things go. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Rod Brennamore said in postgame, yeah, they that was something they are going to regroup and discuss today. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah. It was really good win for the Hurricanes. They really needed that, um, and they really came out mean, and that was something they needed to do against Dallas because Dallas kind of had their way with them on Saturday. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys heard my criticisms in yesterday's episode when it came to that, whereas the Hurricanes they looked good in some aspects, but you know, in some aspects they did not. Dallas kind of forced their style of play in the game. Um, where in this one, Hurricanes, they went out and did what they did. Um, and that physicality that they brought in that game was something I thought they 
kind of been lacking for a little bit, but we'll dive into that more here in a second, guys, uh, because I want to tell you guys about one of today's sponsors. That is, of course, longtime sponsor of Built Bar. Built Bar is the amazing tasting protein bar. Um, one of the best on the market. No, not one of the best. It is the best tasting protein bar ever. And Right now, it comes in 18 amazing flavors with additional flavors coming in and out of the lineup every now and again. Um, and regardless, all bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and also great for keto diets. So, Built Bars are great to help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And now when you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, diving into the positives um, from last night's game, because there were a lot of them. Obviously, I mentioned the physicality. Um, it was way, way more um, than the previous game on Saturday. Well, as you know, that game was physical, and you know, that was something I praised the Hurricanes for. They just ramped it up to 11 in this game. Um, in total, they had 53 total hits in this game. Uh with the previous record being, I believe, 57 made by the Florida Panthers back in 2011. Um, so this is most in a very, very long time, just in the NHL in general. Um, so it was great for the Hurricanes to be able to come out and play like that. Again, not a surprise when you look at who their head coach is. Um, the fact that they are playing, getting back to their really physical style of play. Something that they've kind of been missing um, as of late. Because yeah, in the previous two seasons, they were all about physicality. Um, and then just moving really fast and all, all that stuff. But you know, earlier this season, I kind of been missing you know um it, it was there but not to the extent that it had been um and now they show that gay hey, we can still play like this um i hope that's something they can continue to do because it was fantastic um there was just one hit uh by vincent trocek early in the first period where he just absolutely bodied a man like it that one i got a chuckle out i'm like damn yeah he just killed him um and yeah, the Hurricanes got their one power play for the game there in the first period. Um, but yeah, I'll kind of talk about that more in the negatives. Um, but one thing I did really like about this is, again, that physical that physicality they brought. Um, but they were still able to control their emotions um, in this game. Yeah, because obviously it's no secret they they were really frustrated um, when it came to the officiating um, in the last game and the way Dallas was just able to get away with a lot. Um, and they didn't let, you know, well, the Hurricanes didn't let Dallas get away with a lot, um, because, you know, when Dallas, you know, tried to do so, you know, they got scruffy with them, um, obviously there weren't any, like, full-blown fights, 
Um, but you know, as a whole, they were able to keep their emotions in check in that game, uh, which was really, really good. Um, you know, they didn't uh, lay down and let Dallas you know, just completely dominate, and they stood up for themselves, which is really, really good. Um, and again, that physicality, and then Peter Mrazek uh, just picking up right where he left off. Um, he missed 31 games, um, and... Now, in his four games that he has played, he has a three shutouts. Um, so that's fantastic for Peter. Um, kind of makes you wonder how things would have gone had he not gotten hurt. Um, would he have been able to maintain that level of play or would it have tapered off? Yeah, that's just, you know, that is what it is there. Uh, but it's nice to see that he's not showing a whole lot of rust. Um, he didn't have a whole lot of work to do in the first two periods. Um, you know, he obviously had to block some shots, uh, but yeah, it really ramped up in the third period. Um, and he was able to stand tall and be that goalie that we know he can be. I do hope he can continue, um, this level of play, not necessarily a shutout every single game. Um, that would be incredibly difficult to do. Um, not saying that he can't, I mean, it's hard enough to get uh, one shutout, and now just in four games that he has played, uh, he has more shutouts than 16 NHL teams this season. Um, so he has the talent there, uh, but yeah, I just hope he can, can continue a very high level of play, um, especially with the postseason looming on the horizon because that is definitely something the Hurricanes need. Um, and you could tell... You know, while I play, praise Alex and Delkovich and James Reimer, um, you could tell that there was just a just a step up. Um, you know, with when Peter uh, was on the ice, you know, and just that quality of goaltending there, you could tell like he was the number one guy there for the Hurricanes. Um, again, obviously, you know, goaltending situation is going to be questionable this off season. You know, with all of them being free agents, Peter and James being UFAs. Ned being an RFA, so we'll obviously see, you know, come then what ends up happening, but it was nice to know that we have, you know, uh, Peter back, um, because, you know, he is a bit better goaltender, uh, than Reimer and Ned, um, as much as I do enjoy watching those two guys, um, and then you had my guy, Jordan Martinuk, scoring the lone goal of the game on a beauty, breakaway uh from vincent trocek um that goal was actually getting picked up by uh sportsnet tsn uh and the nhl themselves because it was a really great goal um and obviously if you guys follow the pours for scores stuff you know while i drink for every goal when marty scores uh i do shots um last night i had to do a shot of rum uh, and I did not realize it was as strong as it was uh, when I took it. Um, but that I flinch? No, because I can do my shots. <laughs> I totally forgot how to talk there for a second, too. Um, but yeah, that was an amazing goal from Marty. Obviously, it ended up being the goal of the game uh, because it was the only goal of the game. Um, and that, you know, does stand to, you know, uh, Dallas's defense, um, and their goaltending, um, because they were playing real playoff style hockey. Will the Stars make the playoffs? Probably not. Um, but, you know, they showed that, hey, we're not just going to lay down and, you know, be 
Buffalo or Detroit or something like that, you know, um, even though now Buffalo has actually won a couple games, but you guys get the point that they're not going to be taken lightly and they can still go out there and win a game despite um, their issues that they've had this season. Um, so it was great to see that, you know, you know, the Hurricanes got they had to earn their win is what I'd say. Um, they had to earn it. They, again, had to play that mean full 60 minutes, which is something that they are really going to need come playoff time um, because, you know, you're going to have you may end up having to go up against teams that you haven't had to go up against all season long. Um, obviously you will, you know, with whoever, you know, gets to Stanley cup final. Um, but you know, when it comes time to seed out the teams, you know, yeah, you may get seated against, you know, someone that you've played eight times this season and, you know, it may kind of work in your favor, you know, going through, uh, but you know, may not, you may, again, hurricanes may end up having to play the Bruins again. Um, and the Hur- Bruins have been some of the Hurricanes' biggest kryptonite over these past few years. Um, and now that the Hurricanes are showing that, hey, we can do what it takes to beat you. Um, we have been better than you all season long, and we're not going to fall to you again. Um, they're essentially going to take that torch from Boston, whether Boston likes it or not. Um but, you know, obviously there's a lot of time um, before that happens. So you have plenty, plenty, plenty of time to place your bets. And there's only one place that we trust for all of our sports betting action here on Locked on Hurricanes. And that is, of course, betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports actions. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are still in full swing. NBA is still going strong. College basketball, they have their national championship set in the men's. Uh, Women's just concluded their tournament yesterday with Stanford women winning the national championship so congratulations to them and of course nhl we're gearing up for the postseason now um be here before we know it folks um and bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all these news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on that is a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on bet online your sportsbook experts and guys, don't forget to be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS League. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, guys, diving on into some of the negatives, um, there wasn't a whole lot of negatives um, in this game. But, you know, when it came to the Hurricanes play, honestly, the one criticism that I would have for them in this game, um, you know, other than not getting more goals. I mean, yeah, that's obviously you know, a stupid thing there uh, was uh, on their power play that they had. Um, they just kept playing hot potato with the puck. 
um, they weren't really creating shots the way they should. They were just pissing the puck around. Um, and that was pretty frustrating, um, especially with how things have been going as of late. Um, and the Hurricanes just not getting any power play opportunities, um, you know, anymore. Um, you know, they get like a one a game. Um, they literally got one last last night and then one Saturday. Um, and it's really hard for the Hurricanes to get power play opportunities right now. Um, so they're not doing a good job at creating shots. Um I think that could be attributed to Tavo still being out. I think you know, if he was back in the lineup, um, and he if he was healthy, that may not be as big of a problem. Um, obviously, that was something that the Hurricanes still did when he was healthy. Um, but I feel like it happens a bit more now that he's been out. Um, and you know, because again, you know, he is just such an elite uh, playmaker um, for the Hurricanes. Um, and they have been lacking him. Um, same with Jake Gardner. Yeah. He's good at setting up shots as well. Um, and while you do have guys, you know, like Dougie Hamilton that has really stepped up and been involved on a lot of goals. Um, same with Martin Natchez, um, Vincent Trocek and Jordan Stahl. Like there are guys that have stepped up, uh, but they're not to that same level that Tavo is. Um, so I do hope he can get healthy soon. Again, concussions are no joke. I've dealt with a couple. They're not fun. And the fact that he has been out for so long with his is really concerning. Um, and I do hope he can get healthy fast. Um, but, yeah, obviously, I, as quick as I want him to get uh, healthy again, I don't want him to rush it either. Uh, same with Jake Gardner. Um, I did get weird that, you know, his isn't a back injury, um, whereas things uh, I had thought it was since he's had injuries with his back before. It's actually an elbow injury from what I've heard. Um, and having broken mine before, that hurts and takes a long time to recover from, especially when you have a job like his and you know, you're having your elbows are part of your bread and butter of what you have to do for a living. Um, you know, aside from your legs, I, yeah, uh, I want him to also be able to take as much time as he needs to get healthy again. Um, because again, that one's, that's no joke. That hurts. That hurts, hurts. It's, I don't know if it was broken, but yeah, that, that takes a while to recover from. Um, so no surprise that he's been out as long as he has, um, as well, but you know, a big thing, um, with last game was again, that power play, just the refs, just, it wasn't as bad, um, as it was in Saturday's game. Uh, Saturday's game has been talked to at length. Um, not only by me, you guys heard my rant yesterday. Uh, but you know, you just look on social media, other radio shows, other podcasts, like you'll hear, you know, just the rants of just what is going on. This is really out of hand. Um, with how bad things have been getting. Um, it wasn't as bad, um, but there was that really, really, really blatant missed high sticking penalty against Joe Pavelski on Jordan Stahl, um, where Jordan Stahl is literally bleeding from his mouth. His chin is covered in blood. No call. Like, really? He didn't high stick. His mouth is covered in blood. But he didn't commit a high-sticking penalty. But, yeah, that's... Again, things are going to get missed. But when you see something like that, and then you literally have a guy covered in blood, but yet you don't call the high-sticking penalty, 
that's in question right now, that's that's bullshit. Um, but thankfully, you know, we're not going to be playing Dallas again. Uh, you know, we got Florida tomorrow. Uh, but one thing I do think we're going to be missing is Brock McGinn. He went down, um, and he tried to come back out, but then he ended up leaving the game. Um, I'm sure you guys, you know, saw like a lot of tweets, mine including, just like, is he dead? Like because. A lot of you know the Hurricanes fans and members of the Hurricanes organization know that Brock McGinn, like he's gonna play. It doesn't matter how hurt he is, he's gonna play. Um, and the fact that he came out of the game because he was hurt, yeah, it's bad. Um, Rod Brendamore said in the post game that it doesn't look good. Um, he's going to get checked out today. Um, and that Rod also said that he's. Brock is the toughest player that he's been around since he quit playing. Um, so that's a hell of a compliment from your head coach. Um, coach, your coach was a damn tough player too back in the day. Um, but I do think the Hurricanes may end up lacking Brock's grit. Um, because, you know, Brock brings a lot to the team. Again, you know, he's kind of cooled off, you know, from his, you know, point streak and, you know, all that stuff that he had earlier in the season. Uh, but he does bring a lot of physicality to the team, um, which is something that they really had on display last night. Um, but, you know, he, you have a guy like that can, that can bring that to your team. Ooh, that's, that's going to be tough to replace. It really, really is. Um, I do think, you know, you are going to have guys step up. You know, that's kind of been the mantra for the hurricanes this year i mean you know, just next man up um you know, kind of like new england patriots sorry i know probably you guys aren't gonna like that uh but you know being a patriots fan that's kind of the mantra there you know just next man up do your job um and that's what the hurricanes have been doing this year um and that's really good to see with as many injuries at, that they've had and some of them being really long term the fact that brock had to leave the game I do think it'll probably be a long-term injury. I, I do. I I hate it for him because um, he was having a hell of a season, but I do think it's probably going to be a long-term injury um, now that he had to – that the fact that he had to leave the game, that is not good for him. Um, but we'll see. Um, the Hurricanes, you know, in the press conference, Rod Bernoulli said that they were going to regroup today um, to discuss that, you know, after Brock gets checked out. Um, same to uh, – reevaluate their goaltending situation you know now that you have uh peter back in the fold and he looks good um ned had been playing great um Reimer had been playing all right as well um so it'll be interesting to see how things go um here shortly uh with the trade deadline fast approaching um it'll be here before we know it so we'll just have to wait and see how things go with that guys um because now all eyes are focused on tomorrow as we take on the Florida Panthers, who are now um, sitting atop of not only the Central Division, uh, they are also sitting on top of the entire NHL. Um, yeah, you really have no changes here in the Central with the exception of Florida and Tampa flip-flopping in that top spot. Um, you now have Florida, Tampa, Carolina in your top three. And then, again, a little bit of a cushion there between us and Nashville. Um, but when you hop over to the league, um, 
yeah, you do have some changes there um, because now you have Florida sitting atop of the entire league, which, frankly, if that was something that you told us last season, a lot of people probably would have laughed at you. Like, no way in hell Florida is doing that. Um, and then you, in the second spot, you now have the Colorado Avalanche. You know, they've uh, went up a little bit. They're kind of uh, hovering towards the bottom of the top five. Um, but now they're the number two team in the league. Tampa now has fallen to the number three spot in the league um, with 54 points. Them, Colorado, and the fourth players, Washington Capitals, all have 54 points. Um, and then Carolina is right on their heels um, with 53 points, now having a 25-9-3 and three record, 53 points, and a point seven one six win percentage um then you have toronto uh right on our heels followed by the new york islanders vegas gold knights pittsburgh penguins and minnesota wild they have found their way into the top 10 um so that's interesting there um we'll see if minnesota can continue that level play they've kind of like nashville just kind of snuck up um and are quietly doing well um, so that's good for them. Um, so we'll see how things go. Um, you still have um, Chicago fighting for their playoffs. Um, Dallas is slowly starting to creep back. Um, they're now sitting in the sixth spot um, in the Central Division, um, just three points behind Chicago, who is at a 17, 17, and five record and 39 points. And you have Dallas at 13, 13, and 10 with 36 points. So there's just behind Chicago. I can't, I don't think they're going to catch him, uh, but we'll see. Then Columbus has continued to fall in the standings. Um, and then, no surprise, you then have the Detroit Red Wings in last place. Uh, just taking a quick look around the league while we're at it, guys. You know, since the playoff picture is starting to shape up, um, you look at the Scotia North Division, you have Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Montreal. Really, no changes there. Um, I see that probably being the teams that made playoffs there um, because there is a bit of a gap between four and five with Montreal and Vancouver. And Van the whole Vancouver situation is continuing to get worse. Uh, but yeah, I don't see that changing. Um, then you look at the Mass Mutual. East Division, another division. I really don't see much changing. Um, you have Washington, New York Islanders, Pittsburgh Penguins, and then Boston Bruins um, sitting in the four playoff spots there. Uh, you, know, you can maybe see you know, uh, something happening you know, with that last spot um, because Boston is a bit behind Pittsburgh, whereas Pittsburgh has 50 points, Boston has 43 uh, and then you look at fifth place, you know, being Philly at a 17-14-5 record with 39 points. Um, and then New York Rangers right behind them at 17-15-5 and, and 39 points as well. Maybe they could catch them. Um, I kind of doubt Philly will because it's kind of a joke right now with Philly, you know, just kind of how they're just falling. Uh, but we'll see. Um, ultimately, I think that's probably who it's going to be coming out of the East. But again, we'll see there. Uh, and then you look out west at the Honda West Division. You have, you have Colorado, Vegas, Minnesota sitting in the third, and then Arizona now in the fourth spot. Um, these St. Louis Blues have fallen out of it, which is a little surprising. Um, yeah, I didn't expect the Blues to be having the season that they've had, but with a lot of changes that they've had you know, over the offseason, I'm not really surprised, um, but... I'm also kind of shocked because I didn't expect Minnesota to be where they are at. Uh, I expected St. Louis to be there. 
um, not Minnesota. Not that I'm complaining, uh, but yeah, that's just kind of look around the league, guys. I know a lot of people are kind of gearing up for the trade deadline here in the next few days, uh, but again, playoffs are going to be here before we know it. So um, that does it for today's episode, guys. Um, tomorrow we will be discussing um, the game against the Florida Panthers, guys. Uh, looking forward to that and looking forward to the game. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. Uh, and go follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Give it a like on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.